Welcome to Crop Watch Podcast, a production of Nebraska Extension. Welcome back to the Nebraska Crop Watch Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Dorsey. I'm a water and cropping systems extension educator with the University of Nebraska Lincoln. This is episode 57 in our first of the 2023 season, which also happens to be the start of our fifth season on the air. We've really enjoyed bringing you valuable content in the past, and we plan to bring you a lot of really great content this year. So before we start the show, I want to ask a huge favor. If you haven't yet, I encourage you to please subscribe to the podcast so you can be notified when we post new episodes. Also, it would mean a lot to us if you'd leave us a review wherever you're listening to the show, whether that's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or another platform of your choice. Reviews will help other people find the show. We'd like to continue to grow the show and provide valuable information to producers in Nebraska and beyond. Before we get into today's podcast episode, I want to give you a quick rundown of some upcoming events, which is something that I like to do at the beginning of every episode. I'll mention that this list is not all-inclusive because our winter months from January to March tend to be our busiest in terms of programming and classes that we offer. So the best way to get the most up-to-date information for your area is going to be to visit your local extension office or talk with your local extension educator. But here's a rundown of some of our larger events. The first is our crop production clinics. At the time that we're posting this podcast episode, we've already held a few of these. These will run from 8.45 to 3.30 p.m. at each of the following locations on these dates. So January 10th, we will have a crop production clinic in Norfolk, then on the 11th in Ithaca, 12th in Beatrice, January 18th in Kearney, the 19th in Hastings, the 20th in York, and then the 24th, we go back to Kearney again. These are a pretty unique event that we cover a lot of really great crop production information, but we also offer pesticide recertification at these trainings. Then on January 12th, we have the York Ag Expo in York, Nebraska, And then on January 26th, we have the Fremont Corn Expo in Fremont. So I know I mentioned pesticide recertification. That's actually going to be the focus of our podcast episode today. One of the reasons that I can't cover all the different events that we have going on during the winter months is that our pesticide certification program is so large. And I think we offer close to 200 different certification classes throughout the state. So joining us today to talk about the Pesticide Safety Education Program and the options for certification and where you can go to learn more information, I have Jennifer Weisbrod, who is an extension educator with the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, here to talk to us. So I'll let her introduce herself and her background and also talk a little bit more about the Pesticide Safety Education Program. Thank you, Nate. So like Nate said, my name is Jennifer Weisbrod and I am an extension educator, but I have a statewide appointment, which means that I am here to help serve the whole state, especially and specifically in pesticide safety. A little bit about my background. I'm actually from Kansas. I know, I know. <laughs> Everyone always laughs when they hear I'm from Kansas, um, but uh, I'm here in Nebraska now and I did my graduate program at the University of Nebraska in Lincoln and I studied specifically pesticide residues and how they impact honeybees, uh, which is Nebraska's state insect, which is kind of cool. So then once I finished my graduate program, I joined the university as the pesticide safety education program coordinator. So if you have a license to apply pesticides, specifically restricted use pesticides, I know some folks have it for general use pesticides as well, um, then you are probably taking one of the training courses that my program puts out. Uh, so a little bit about the pesticide safety program. There is, it is regulated through FIFRA, which is the Federal Insecticide Fungicide Rodenticide Act. 
And the goal pretty much nationwide is to reduce the quantity and toxicity of pesticides used and to promote safer application of pesticides. Uh, specifically, we want to protect, of course, our community, the people in our community, and we also want to protect Nebraska's environment. And of course, we want to save people money wherever we can and make sure that the pest management is the best pest management that you can possibly get. So, of course, I work for the university, but we have a very strong relationship with the Nebraska Department of Agriculture and also the Nebraska Department of Environment and Energy. So the Department of Agriculture regulates pesticide use. So if you have a private applicator license, a commercial applicator license, or a non-commercial applicator license, essentially the relationship is that extension, people like Nate and I provide the training. And then once you've completed the training, the Department of Agriculture is who issues that license. If you are somebody who happens to have a chemigation license, which is the process of applying chemicals through an irrigation system, that license actually comes from the Nebraska Department of Environment and Energy. So we have a great working relationship with them as well, which is really cool. Of course, it goes without saying, but pesticide safety is incredibly important, especially for our, our community because we have so many farmers out there who are trying to grow food for Nebraskans and people across the United States. So pesticide safety is important because we do want to protect our farmers and our community from harm while still being able to produce food nationwide. So I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today, Jennifer, for a lot of reasons. One, I think that you have a really unique program because of the different partnerships that are involved in providing pesticide safety education to Nebraska. And I think one of the differences between your program and a lot of the other ones that we have within the university is how large it is. It's a really large program because we are providing that service to basically all growers or other commercial producers or commercial pesticide applicators in the state of Nebraska, which is which is huge. And of course, like you mentioned, it is so important to be able to apply pesticides safely to protect not only your own health, but also the health of communities around. So could you maybe give a little bit more detail about the different levels of pesticide certification and the options that are available for applicators in the state? Yeah, absolutely. So there are different types of licenses. If you are a farmer applying pesticides to your own land and you're not getting paid to do it, it's just part of your, your livelihood and your job, you would probably have something called a private applicator license, which is a license specifically to apply pesticides to your own land. And you would need this license if you were applying something called a restricted use pesticide, which is uh, typically it's a more toxic or more risk associated with the use of that product, which is why you have to have this training and your license. There's also commercial applicators and while in Nebraska, we often think of farming as our, our big pesticide application situation. In reality, there's a ton of opportunities that people are applying pesticides. So if you have somebody who comes to your house to help you deal with cockroaches or insects inside of your home, bed bugs, that's a big one, they would have to have a license to apply inside of your home. There's also people who apply pesticides to stored grain or stored food. We have people that apply, of course, to land, like your your backyard, if you're somebody who puts down any sort of herbicide to control weeds in your yard. Those people who come to your home and apply on your land would legally have to have a commercial license to be doing those things. There's also non-commercial licenses. So if uh, there are people who work for the state who potentially apply to public lands, often those 
people have something called a non-commercial license because they're not applying for hire. They're doing it as part of their job to help protect the environment and to help maintain our beautiful state. So they're a little different than commercial because you wouldn't have them come to your home. And then, of course, like I said, chemigation, which is the application of chemicals through an irrigation system. And it's it can be fertilizers, so fertigation, or it can be uh, pesticides. Typically in Nebraska, it's primarily fertilizers that are being applied through an, an irrigation system. Great. So yeah, there's a lot of different options depending on what type of application you're going to be doing. So it's important to make sure that you're understand the categories and figure out where you fit in. When it comes to the options for either getting your initial certification or renewing an existing certification, what are the different ways that potential applicators can do that? Great question. Um, so for commercial and non-commercial, if this is your first time trying to get a license, you will have to pass some tests. These tests are based off of manuals, and those manuals are available at the pested.unl.edu website. We have virtual versions of the manuals, and we have physical copies of them as well. So if you're if you're looking to get your license for the first time as a commercial or a non-commercial applicator, you will need to get those manuals and pass an exam. If you are renewing a commercial or non-commercial license, you are able to either do an online asynchronous program, which is great because how it works is that you can sign in, go through part of the training. If you need to leave, you can sign out, come back in, and it'll put you right back in the same spot that you already in. So you don't have to sit there for hours on end. You can just do an hour here or an hour there. And then, of course, there are also in-person programs as well. And those are also available at the PestEd website. So the in-person options, essentially how it works is you show up and everybody has to have general standards for commercial, non-commercial. So you show up and you attend the very first session, which is general standards. And then in the afternoon, you would choose your categories, whether that's structural, public health, agricultural plant, any of those different categories you would attend to renew in the afternoon. When you renew your license in this way, you do not have to take an exam, which is awesome. <laughs> um, and then finally, if you really don't want to attend an in-person or do an online training, you can just retake the exams every three years when you recertify. For our private applicators, you do not have to take an exam to get your license the first time you have the ability to take an exam with a self-study copy, but we, we encourage people to either attend in person or to take one of our online programs, which is asynchronous as well and is self-paced so you can sign in, sign out whenever you need to. So there's quite a few options for private and we even have option this year as well, which is kind of cool. So you'd still get the opportunity to interact with people, but you wouldn't necessarily have to go sit in a room and be in the same room as a bunch of people. <laughs> so there's there's quite a few options for private. And then finally, for our chemigation group, you will have to take an exam every time that you recertify or you get your initial license. There is, of course, the in-person option, and those dates are available, again, on our website. But there is also an online option with the exam uh, available through that as well. And it is also asynchronous, so you can sign in and sign out whenever you need to. So at the time that this podcast episode is getting released, we will be gearing up for a lot of these trainings that are going to be happening in person and virtually, and they're going to be offered throughout the state. So one of the things that surprised me 
upon joining the University of Nebraska and being part of the pesticide safety education program is how many trainings we offer throughout the state. There's a lot. And so I would say from January through March, this is really a, a big chunk of the, the time that the educators with the University of Nebraska spend is, is actually helping with this program and administering those trainings. So for those who need to either get their initial certification or recertify, where can they find the locations and dates for these trainings and how do they actually sign up if they need to? Sure. So for commercial and non-commercial, there is a link on the pested.unl website to sign up for in-person and you will have to sign up online. We we don't do walk-ins any longer for commercial, non-commercial. So there is a link there to sign up and there are quite a few trainings available in cities across the state. So shouldn't have too much trouble finding some of those. And where that sign up is located is also where the online option is located as well. So if you look under the commercial, it will say online commercial recertification. For the private trainings, we do allow walk-ins for some sites. So I recommend going to, there's a link on the PestEd under the certification and training page that takes you to the different sites where you can attend an in-person private training. Some of those sites have registration, so I highly recommend reading through the whole row to make sure that you register if that site does require registration. But there's Honestly, there's usually about 200 private trainings available across the state from January through March. So you you should be able to find some in-person training. And then, of course, the online training is also available on our website and can be completed at any time. If you want to do your online private training at 2 in the morning, have at it. <laughs> so um, those are all there, as well as the key mitigation, those the dates are available at the on the certification and training part of the PestEd website, which hopefully we can include a link in the bio for this podcast so people can find those dates. Yes, so we will put a link to the pesteded.unl.edu website in the show notes of this podcast episode and, and maybe a few other helpful links there as well. So that's a great way to get access to that. But the website is a, is a fantastic resource. And I think one of the things that I've tried and tested out recently, I think it's a fairly new tool that's on the website as well, is that you have a, a f almost like a questionnaire form to go through for people who aren't sure exactly what type of certification they need that can help walk them through the steps of figuring out what certification or training do they need to attend to be able to do the type of pest control that they hope to do. Can you give a little bit more detail on that tool? Yeah. So honestly, it sometimes is confusing to look at the licenses. So we recognized there was a need and created a tool where essentially it'll ask you if you have your license or if you don't, where you're going to apply, how you're going to apply, and it will then, as you go through these questions, finally lead you to the type of training that you'll need, whether that's an initial training for commercial or private or recertification or chemigation, any of those tools. It's pretty handy. And and of course, if you run into issues, finding training dates or registering for a class or any of the issues that you might run into, please, please call us. I have a wonderful team of people that all help with pesticide safety. And we are happy to help you get whatever you need. We want to give you as many options as possible. So the uh, phone number to call our office is 402-472-1632 
or you can also email us at pestead at unl.edu. So there's lots of ways to get a hold of us, and we're always, always happy to help out. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast today, Jennifer. I enjoyed learning more about the, the pesticide safety education program, and I think that our listeners will benefit from this information as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.